Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. It is quite sad, you know, that uh, we see these kinds of things really taking place. I mean, one guy said, if you, 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 you don't respect my water, you will die. And uh, he said, uh, people <laughs> died because in, in Limpopo because they did not believe in his water. Or wow. they, they, they spilled his water or something like that, you know. Wow. And uh, the other one is really speaking as an authority unto himself. And people are coming forward, you know, with all kinds of things. And, and I'm asking myself, what is going on in these denominations? And Muridimuraka likes to refer to them as the churches of the saints. What is going on <laughs> there where you, you find people coming forward with so many claims of sexual misconduct uh, by men of God. And this is a cry for discipleship, that if these men are not as discipled as they are supposed to be, how are they going to hold their own when it comes to morality? It's impossible. And discipleship also implies quite a lot of things here. You know, it, it implies quite a lot of things. Um, uh, when you go to to it also, Jesus Christ speaks this. He says in Matthew chapter 16, verse 24, he says to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Um, taking up the cross, following Christ. But the aspect of denying oneself is something that is put aside there. Uh, uh, the lack of discipline, you know, extravagancy have you seen the planes that are owned by men of god i'm not being jealous but have you seen the poorest of the people that are in their denominations who are bringing in the money have you heard of the gogo who says she was compelled to bring the sasa money there because she was told that the lord says must bring everything into the household of god and those who work and are having great salaries uh, their monies are being stop-ordered by the churches in such a way. I don't have a problem if you agree with the church. It's your money. But they are stop-ordered in such a way that you can't pay your other uh, obligations, your other debts you can't pay until you run broke. Someone wrote me an email. It given up the house, gave it to this guy who says he's a man of God, comes from outside the country. And also has gone on to actually give him your, is it your card, um, you know, so that he can control your finances and all those things. Give him your van. Now, she has lost the van. She has lost the house. She has lost the money. She has lost her job. And this is because of lack of discipline. Our people had become so gullible that they follow people instead of Christ, and that they don't deny themselves. These men don't deny themselves. They take everything. It's very sad. Whosoever of you does not forsake all that he has, every want that you have, he cannot be my disciple. Luke 14, verse 33, and John eight thirty one. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed in him, if you abide in my words, you are my disciples indeed. Here's another aspect. Discipleship 
is the process of learning to abide in the word of God, yeah. in the words of Christ. Murutimurak, what comes to mind, sir? Yeah, thank you. Uh, in, in, in agreement with you and Pastor uh, Kabamba, I, I, I want to say, who is a disciple? A disciple is someone who is an adherent to a teaching, and not only just an adherent to the theory which is being taught, but actually uh, uh, there is a, a, a attending uh, a work. In other words, he accepts the instruction that his teacher gives him, and then he makes it the rule of his conduct. In other words, he makes sure that he lives according to that teaching. Now, that if we are talking about the value of discipleship, we are talking about a discipleship uh, uh, to Christ. In other words, who is the teacher? The teacher is Jesus Christ. Mm. He is the one who is giving us instruction. Mm-hmm. If he happens to use uh, Ray or use Sam or use Garabo, the issue is we must never ever uh, 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 miss that it is Jesus Christ who is the teacher. And what needs to happen is we must take adhere to that teaching of Jesus Christ and make it what rules how we conduct ourselves. In that way, we are true disciples. That is what you quoted just earlier on. If you remain mm. in my way, if you abide in my way, you you are truly my disciples. In other words, whether he is physically here or not is not the issue. The issue is if someone comes and says, I belong to Jesus Christ and I am sent by him, that someone must give me the word of Jesus Christ, not his own word. Mm. And if I abide in that word of Jesus Christ, which is the word which is already captured here in the scripture. Yeah. If I abide in that way, then I am truly a, a, a disciple of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is this, uh, 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 my brother. In, in Luke chapter 6, verse 40, it says, A disciple is not above his teacher. Mm. But everyone who is uh, um, who is equipped will be as his teacher. In other words, if I am truly equipped to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, when I have reached the level of truly being fully equipped, I will be as him. But in the meantime, I am growing towards the measure of Jesus Christ. That is what true discipleship is about. It's not about following men. It's not about uh, following their own teachings. Actually, the Word of God is so very clear. 
you know, there is a, a part of scripture which we like to go to, but we don't fully uh, uh, capture what it says in Ephesians chapter 4. And I'm going to read from verse 11 and stop at verse 14. It says, and he himself, it's talking about Jesus Christ, and he himself gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some shepherds and teachers for the equipping of the Holy One or the same, for the work of service, for the building of the body of Christ, until we all uh, come to the unity of the faith and of the full knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be infants tossed to and fro and carried around with every wind of teaching by the trickery of men in the cunning manipulation of methods of uh, uh, error. Now, that verse 14 is a verse which many times uh, we do not uh, 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 talk to because it says if we are being taught the, the word of Christ and we take this word of Christ and we walk in this word of Christ, the word which is alive, will make sure that we do not, we, we grow away from being those who are tossed to and fro by, 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 by the manipulation of, of men who manipulate others with tricks and all kinds of things, presenting themselves in the position where they are actually pushing Christ aside and making themselves the, the focus of whatever people should be adhering to. And the Word of God is very clear that if there are true apostles, prophets, evangelists, uh, 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 shepherds, and, and teachers, they are supposed to, 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 to feed the lambs of God, to feed the sheep of God, to one uh, a goal, to the goal that all of us, including even those who are saying, I've been called to be this, uh, 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 we all come to the fullness of what we have been called to. In other words, we all are being transformed and conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. And when that is truly happening, we, we are able to discern when men with their tricks come and we are able to, to move away from them. Yeah. Right. Now, the, the very aspect of discipleship, you know, um, enables one, if it is taken into consideration, uh, one comes to realize that um, <laughs> one becomes enabled to to live the life that Christ expects of them. 
And that is why discipleship has to do with the equipping, the training, the nurturing, mm-hmm. guidance, rebuke, correction, commending, agreeing with, disagreeing with, yeah. promoting, demoting, making one to start all over again, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. That's discipleship. It has to do with that. And that is why I, I use that verse in Psalms 94, verses 15, where it says, mm-hmm. But judgment will return to righteousness. Yeah. And all the upright in heart will follow it. Mm-hmm. We, we become upright in heart when judgment has returned to righteousness. And this implies that when our life views and perspectives are now based on the righteousness of God, not on our own uh, philosophies, but they're mm-hmm. based now on the righteousness of God. It's then that. Yeah. And it is only discipleship that enables us to bring to alignment our life views. That is why, therefore, we have to deny some things. We have to deny our, our macho, egotistic behaviors and all those kind yeah. of things. Patriarchy, in the wrongest of senses, we have to deny those things, the abuses. We have to deny um, uh, all forms of malice, the using of scripture. You know how Pentecostals and Charismatics have yeah. gone on to interpret scripture. In the last 30 years, they've been inter- uh, you know, interpreting scripture and rewriting the Bible, bringing versions that are so confusing mm-hmm. and 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 this is intended by the evil one to make discipleship erratic so that people mm-hmm. become indoctrinated into denominationalism that's why you find people who basically align themselves according to the names of their churches mm-hmm. and they would speak of their orientation you know um, uh, as based on their uh, churches or the churches of the saints or their denominations, which is wrong. Mm-hmm. Which is wrong because it's not even in the word of God. Yeah. So it is when judgment is taken back, Professor. It's taken yeah. back to righteousness. This is mm-hmm. a very difficult process of, of, of administering discipleship, isn't it, sir? Yeah, it is. Because uh, we need to get to that place whereby uh, we stand and judge, I mean, uh, properly and correctly. Because as we, the verse says to us that we need judgment to go to God to come back to righteousness, I mean, right standing with God. Mm. And we need to get that place by when they see us, when we look at the Christian, we see really the replica of Christ. When people look at us, they say, yeah, if Christianity is what these people are, we cannot, I mean, just stay away. We need to join them. That is has to be the moral. Even without, even before one is preached the gospel, mm. or before one is even uh, introduced to Jesus. Because remember, it was in Antioch, the Bible said that people, when they look at the, this uh, a group of people, the way they were behaving, they said, these are really Christian, because they are behaving like Christian. Mm. And now, this is where we need to get, we need to get up so that people start behaving correctly and doing exactly what the Lord is expecting of them. Mm. Because if we don't do that, if there's no righteousness, if there's no right standing with God, if there's no uh, everything that pertains to, I mean, to, to holiness and pertains to, to, to right I mean, uh, judgment, 
if we cannot, if people cannot see that among us already, that we are we we are called to be torn away. And this is what is I mean, the, 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 the big uh, issue or the big thing that we can look at today. When people look at us, as I said before, even Amrud Muraki mentioned that, that mm-hmm. when we, people look at us, what do they see really? Mm-hmm. We are not showing anything. I mean, today, children of God are tossed left, right, and center. They cannot stand like, I mean, uh, uh, stand on the foundation, the true foundation of uh, of the I mean the, the prophet and uh, the apostles. They mm. cannot. Mm. They cannot defend anything because today they can defend their pastor, their papa, and whoever, but they cannot stand on the word of God because wherever wind comes, they are blown away. Because mm. today we see people going from one church to another. If today there's one prophet there, you know we when this movement example because we always talk about that, but it's so important that we mention that. Mm-hmm. When this movement of prophecy started, we see people literally moving from one church to another. When mm-hmm. they go to this one, if it does not prophesy, they go to another one, they don't prophesy, until they do not even know if they really have been prophesied to or if they've been prophesied to, because we don't know. Mm-hmm. And then they are now mm-hmm. stuck, they say, uh-oh, what have I done? You know, you know when you've lost everything, then you are ashamed of coming out because say, if I come out, they will laugh at me. Uh, they will laugh at me. They will just pretend as if everything is, is okay. Mm. But you are pretending to whom? You are killing yourself because you need to come out of that place. And this is the thing. I mean, we have been in a place where people are even afraid of deciding, making uh, right decisions in terms of coming out of that. Because the Bible says when you see this, it's come out of those people. Yeah. Because don't just stay there. Because sometimes when people ask me questions, say, men of God, what do I do when I see the man of God that is leading us? I mean, when I see him doing ABCD, we've tried to help him. We've tried to, I mean, to counsel him. We've tried to talk to him. He does not, I mean, uh, listen to us. What mm. do we do? Do we continue praying for him or do we keep on being with him? I say, you know what? Sometimes you don't need to pray for such people. You mm. need to leave them. Mm. When you leave them, then they'll learn a lesson. Because okay. it has become a problem whereby children of God they don't stand anymore on righteousness. They don't stand anymore on the right thing. Now they just go for anything that comes their way. The movement, the wind that is blowing out there is taking them from one place to another. And when you go deeper, you want to find out if they're even born again. You'll be so shocked and find out that they don't even know what born again is all about. They don't sure. know about it. Because they've never given their life to Christ. They've never gone into any studies. They don't know. Some... Today they see debating about baptism. So no, is it, is it really necessary to be baptized? You mm. ask the question, is, it, uh, is that person really a born-again person? Because if you are born-again, you cannot even argue. You cannot even, I mean, ask questions on that. Because you're supposed to be going through, on, through that already. You mm-hmm. find that, I mean, we have men of God today who are still asking themselves the question, uh, do, do we, uh, is, it, I mean, is there any difference between uh, baptizing in the name of Jesus or baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost? You say, okay, what is going on with these people? Why are they fighting? And people are kind of dividing themselves on that. You say, hey, if, if you baptize in the, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, I mean, it's not right. You need to baptize in the name of Jesus. Even if when you go for the three, the three names, you need to do it three times. One, two, and three. So what is going on? And all this, it's showing how people are not taught. How people never come to, to question, like the disciple barrier, they question whatever they hear. Because you stand there and say whatever you want to say. The Bible is so clear in the book of First uh, uh, Thessalonians, I mean, 5, uh, from 16, it says, uh, actually verse 19 says, I think 19 says what? Examine everything that comes your way. Mm. Don't just take everything that comes. Examine and take what is good. 
and reject what is evil. Yeah. Why do you need to do that? Because whatever that comes out of I mean, a, 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 man is, I mean, a, a man is mouth, it, has, I mean, it can be corrupt any time. It can be corrupt easily. Yeah. He can say something and add whatever that comes to his mind. And they say, hey, that's the way I think that he did. Then what do we do? We need to discern. But you see, we've never even come, we've never been encouraged to discern. We've never been encouraged to, I mean, to, to sit and, uh, and learn about the Word of God. Never encouraged to, to, to read the Bible. And we just go and listen to somebody who starts from, uh, prophesying from the, from, uh, the first hour to the, to the last hour when he's uh, in, in the meeting. And you don't know what is going on exactly. And that I believe this is a time where children need to question everything. Say, hey, where are we going? Where are these people taking us? Mm. It's because we don't stand on the truth. And the truth has everything to do with righteousness, has everything to do with I mean, judging things rightly and go back to where God wants us to be. Mm-hmm. And I believe mm-hmm. this is the time. It's time for people to start thinking, asking questions, hey, do I know about baptism? Was I taught about it? Do I know about holiness? Was I taught about it? Do I know about salvation? Was I taught about it? Do I know about, I mean, uh, prayer? Was that, all these questions people need to ask themselves. If they were at one point taught about this thing. If they never been taught about them, then they need to say, hey, I might be in the, right place, in the wrong place. Because yeah. they, whatever they've been listening is what? I've traveled, I've been in Dubai, I've been in America, I've been <laughs> whatever. But what are all these things I mean, have to do with my, 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 my discipleship? What are all these things have to do with my spiritual life? People need to ask these questions, men of God. I'm, this is... I mean, this is very, I mean, uh, and these are questions that people need to have. Ask these questions. Was I taught at one point? What is this thing? And even if they mentioned them, did they go in, I mean, in, in depth or they just mentioned them in passing? So mm. to teach me what are these things all about? And then I can stand and defend and stand for my, 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 my faith. Because I won't stand for my faith if I don't know anything about my faith. This is what is going on. And I believe it's time for us to go back to where we belong. Absolutely, absolutely. 657 Medium Wave Radio Pulpit. We trust God is doing you good, blessing you so much in a mighty way. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The word for today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Be doers of the word with 657 AM, Psalms of Life. My name is Ray and uh, we are handling this issue, the value of discipleship, what it is even all about. Send us your WhatsApps. Yeah, it's uh, 0826572729. That's 0826572729. And uh, drop us a voice note there and tell us what is the value of discipleship in your church, the place that you call your church, your home. You know, yeah, you identify yourself with that. Are you getting discipleship? And, and discipleship is different from Bible study. Mm-hmm. Discipleship is not Bible study. 
and and uh, discipleship has to do with the whole life perspective, you know, and it has to do with being trained, you know, so much more um, yeah. to conform to that which Christ wants you to become, uh, not just knowing scriptures uh, and and uh, explaining scripture and all that, but living the life of your calling yeah. um, is brought on by discipleship otherwise you you'll just end up you know quoting verses just like every everyone else but your life does not lead people to christ you know discipleship comes in handy there that we become that nation of god ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven here on earth in the wilderness yeah. uh, and it's important that discipleship takes place right yeah. uh, i want to bring this to you but let's take a bit of a breather like this we are here 24 hours a day with the message of hope faith and love on 657 am did you know you can order your favorite radio pulpit programs on cd so that you can listen to them whenever you like contact our friendly client services department now to place your order you will find them on 012-334-1200 657 am your daily companion do you want to grow your business sales? Do you know that you can advertise on Radio Puppet, Radio Puppet website, the Word for Today magazine, and the Word for You Today magazine at the ridiculously low prices? Yes, you can indeed. Radio Puppet, your daily companion, offers you the platform to grow your businesses at the best affordable prices. Simply contact me, Godfrey Moabi, on godfrey at radiopuppet.co.za or call me on 012-334-1265 and I'll tell you how. Remember, I've made it my business to grow your business. All right, then, we are together right through up to the hour eight. It's three minutes to seven. Yes, we are talking about discipleship, what it is even all about. We'll open the lines at the top of the hour. I just want to bring this to Muruti Muraka, my friend. I want to bring this to you. And uh, when we look into discipleship also, this is just amazing. Uh, because... Discipleship also has to do with the acquisition of spiritual knowledge, not just theology, uh, but the acquisition of spiritual knowledge. It's different. And uh, Hosea chapter 6, verses 3 says, Let us know, let us pursue the knowledge of the Lord. His going forth is established as the morning. He will come to us like the rain like the letter and former rain to the earth. And I want to go back to that aspect of it, which made me to actually say, this is one of the verses of discipleship, to really explain as to what it is all about. The acquisition of the spiritual knowledge, the impartation, if one has to speak of it respectively, the acquisition of spiritual knowledge, the pursuance of that knowledge of the Lord is actually the the fundamental ingredient of discipleship. Murutimraka? Yes. <clears throat> um, you know, as we are quoting that one, here is what Jesus says in his prayer. Um, when he is praying in, in, in John chapter 17, and I'm, I'm, I'm just seeking to go there. Um, 
because he says, I think it's verse 3. Let me see. He says, And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Mm. Now, this knowledge is a knowledge of experience. Uh, to know the true God is to know His will, to know what He expects me as a child of God to do, and to do those things He expects me to do by the help which He has already said to me. Here is the help I'm giving you to do those things. And as I do that, I start to experience that truly mm. uh, God whom I cannot see with the eyes is actually running my life. He is changing me. I would then understand a, a very pertinent issue uh, that 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 uh, um, uh, of this gospel in which we are in. What am I saying? This is what I'm saying. Ephesians chapter four, from verse twenty. But you have not so learned Christ, and that word "learned" is the word which. Uh, means you have not been discipled so by Christ. If indeed you have heard him. In other words, if we are hearing Christ, that's part of the discipleship. Mm. And you have been taught in him. In other words, we hear him and he teaches us. As the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man who grows corrupt according to the deceitful desires. In other words, the desires which I naturally have, they cause the old man to be corrupt. And if I listen to what Jesus teaches me, his word, and and I put it into practice, what happens is I, be, I, I, I am helped to put off this old man that is corrupt. Now, if we get examples of people who are supposed to be pastors, who have gone so far from just thinking about things, but they are where they are practicing these things and they have perfected ways of doing them in a cunning way. And that is what you were playing at the beginning of this program. It means those people are not disciples of Jesus Christ. Hmm. Because Jesus Christ himself says, you have been told, you have read that it has been said that do not commit adultery. But I say to you, if any man looks at a woman 
and desires her in his heart, in his thought, he has already committed adultery with her. In other words, this is what Jesus is saying. This is what he's teaching. He's saying to me, come to me, you who are loaded, and, and, and I will give your souls a pause, a break. Be discipled by me because I am meek and I'm, in, I'm humble in heart. In other words, when he says to me, your thoughts are where we must act. I yield my mind to him. I yield my thoughts to him. These things, when they uh, 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 play in the mind, I talk to the Lord about them and I ask him, please help me. This thought is wrong. How do I deal with it? And he shows me according to his word, how should I do? And he helps me by the spirit which he has put in me, how to deal with those thoughts. And I gain victory over these thoughts in my mind first. Then my conduct follows how I think. Why? Because I am being discipled. Now, many of us have not even been started to be discipled. Why? Because the denominations couldn't tell us about uh, discipling uh, people. Yeah. When Christ has said, go to the nation and disciple them. In other words, bring this spiritual message in such a way that they will receive it in their heart and the word which is spirit, the word which is alive, the word which is active will start to change them. And when they remain in that word which I have given you to give them, they will be truly my disciples. They will come yeah. to know the truth because the truth is in me. And the same truth will liberate them from sin. They will be able yeah. to be set free from the shackles of sin. They cannot practice it and cunningly introduce it and bring it. It means they are not, they have never even started to be disciples. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. And what is amazing is that do you remember the scripture where is it the Lord telling the prophet and say go and see what the priests are doing? Mm-hmm. And uh, there is a door that they've opened. It says go through that door and see. You would find the very same priests in the temple. Yes. Worshipping their own yes. gods. Is it in Ezekiel, hey? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. My, my point of departure then, that, you know, uh-huh. these very same people, Muruti, they started very well. And somewhere, somewhere uh-huh. along the line, they took the bribe. Yeah. But we'll come to that. Now, I'd like to bring this also to you, Muruti, uh, that it happens much of the times, you know. Discipleship means one learning to bear his own cross. Mm-hmm. One learning to bear his own cross. For Jesus says in Luke fourteen twenty seven, and whoever does not bear his cross and come after me, he cannot be my disciple. Learning to bear the mm-hmm. cross and coming after Christ. Remember the first one that we started with is when one becomes upright because of the return of judgment to righteousness. And they start to follow because of that. Now, they have to learn to bear the cross. Something that 
most of the time is not taught in the discipleships or in the Bible studies or in the fellowships, the during the week fellowship. It's just keyboard and these beautiful ladies singing there like snake queens and, and all those kind of things that, that are taking place there. And, and, and you never hear the, the very notion of teaching people as to how to bear their own cross. Yeah. And discipleship has to facilitate that. Murudi? Mm-hmm. Professor? Yeah, actually, that is, uh, that's one of the things that we need to look at. I mean, uh, you know, you don't talk about carrying your own cross. You talk about responsibility. You talk about mm-hmm. taking upon yourself this matter of Christianity. It's not just something that you wake up in the Suffering morning. Suffering for, yes. Yeah, you know, you just say, okay, I'm fine. Everything is okay. Let's just move on. It is something that you need to come to the understanding of exactly what Christ is. Because he said, if you want to follow me, carry your cross and follow me. Just mm-hmm. need to be able to, to do, I mean, to accept some, uh, some challenges, some, uh, uh, some difficulties that have to come with us. Because I've agreed to come from heaven, to come on earth, and uh, actually, I mean, uh, forfeiting in a way, I'm leaving my, the glory that I had, come down and live like a human being. Mm-hmm. And are you prepared? To work when somebody slaps you on the on, on the left on the left cheek, you need to give him the right one. Are you prepared to do that? Hmm. Are you prepared when people accuse you falsely, you can just I mean, bless them? Are you prepared to bless your enemies whenever they do wrong to you? Are you prepared to love everyone? Are you prepared to I mean okay. to forgive people? I mean seven times seventy. Hmm. Are you prepared to do that? Are you prepared to to keep quiet when people are talking bad about you out there? Or you are, or you are well prepared to do, to stand on the pulpit and defend yourself. Or you have to come and say and start throwing fire on them. Or you know, these are things that people sometimes mm-hmm. don't see. And this comes with discipleship. To come to that place whereby you live the, the, the life, a life of I mean humility in such a way that when people look at you, they don't see you as I mean as a threat. They see you. As a treasure to me, they see you as a, as, a, as a companion, somebody they can come and come closer and talk to. You don't want to see you as like, uh, like, a, like a lion who's ready to, I mean, to, to devour some, somebody. But that's what we see today with almost our men of God. The men of God, there are people that we cannot even touch, we cannot even go closer to them. Because if you try, the fire is going to come on you, you're going to die. Mm. They tell you, I mean, if you touch me, you will die. Touch if not you do this, you go to that. Yeah. That's, you know, type of the anointing. <laughs> and then they are well, well, well prepared to come with this verse. You mentioned something before. You say the charismatic today, they can use one verse that has been used to bless somebody. They can use that same verse to curse somebody. You know, they can play with it. That's making you feel that really they are the representatives of God and you are not the representative of God. I mean, you are not there to, to, to you are just there to follow them. But mm. you don't realize that I mean, all of us have been called to stand for God. We are ambassadors. And being ambassadors, we're supposed to be reflecting the, the one who sent us. But, you know, we don't get to that level. We get to a place whereby we are, we are frightened by our leaders. She tells anything we accept. Why? Because we don't see Christ, we see them. Because whatever they, they do, you know, if they can come and visit you in, in the, into your dreams, can you imagine they become like the angels who come to visit you. Say, I was sleeping and I saw my pastor coming. So what? How did you come? How, how did you come about? How did you get to my dreams? You know, and then we are afraid of him because he can visit your dreams. He can visit your spirit because you are weak. Somehow, because we don't see God visiting. We don't see the Gabriel coming. We don't see them in the Michael coming. We don't see them. But now we see the pastor coming. 
And you didn't say, no, Pastor, I, was, I dreamed about you. What, what did you dream? And you came and you, 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 you rebuked me and said, yes, I, you know, you need to stop what you're doing. What, what nonsense is that? What are we teaching people? Is that discipleship? No, smoothie. We've gone wrong with these things. And I believe the time has come with people that need to open their eyes. So, no, if I see Pastor visiting me and in my dreams, I need to rebuke that. That's an evil spirit. Mm. It cannot come. It's why it's going to invade my, 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 my dreams. For what? So, you know, and this is a thing because they've, 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 they've come up, they've packaged it in a such a way that we cannot pick up whatever evil that is coming. We cannot pick up that we, we need to learn. Mm-hmm. We need to really become responsible. And I always say this, and I'll repeat it today. You know, the price of greatness is responsibility. Being able to, to respond. Now, today we have a lot of brothers and sisters who cannot respond because whatever they are, they've received, they just say yes and amen. And where did they receive it from a man who stands in front of them and say, this is what the Lord says. And they say yes and amen without questioning anything. And how are you going to become responsible if you cannot, if you're not, I mean, actually, you don't know exactly what, I mean, the person, you don't, you're not, I mean, uh, um, actually, it's not coming from you. It's from somebody else who are just pushing into you. And then you just behave accordingly. And this mm-hmm. is a mistake that the world of people have done. And as you said, taking your cross, follow cross, is not just something that you wake up in the morning and say, hey, yeah, now I'm a Christian. There is a walk. And that walk requires a lot of sacrifices. And those sacrifices are not a matter of really suffering like cross, but it is to be nice things that can take us far away from cross. It is to make sure that we even separate the people that you might think that I mean, they are there for us. They could be our leaders. We can separate with them as long as they don't do the right thing. Jam mm-hmm. and Jambres, the Bible says Jam and Jambres, what did they do in, in the book of an second Timothy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What the Bible says, quit them, leave them, because these people, their job is to seduce you, to bring you to a place whereby you are full of sins. You've been trying to come out of that thing. Today they come and tell you if you don't succeed your, your grandma. Tomorrow they come with your, 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 your auntie. The next day they come with your uncle. The following day they come and say, no, it's not that it must be you. Because something is wrong. Remember, you did something wrong in the past. Who did not do something wrong in the past? All of us will do. And when you come to Christ, what has happened? We've been saved. Thanks by God. And we have been transformed. Why are you going to be reminding me about what I did in the past? And these things are not going worse because of your past. But mm. is it to read the cross of courage? No, that's not the cross of courage. The cross of courage is the cross that will take me to Christ, to live the life of Christ. Not the, you reminding me about whatever has happened 10 years ago, 15 years ago. And I cannot even remember whatever has happened. But you now I'm trying to remember. And this is, I mean, some, a lot of Christians, they need to come to a place where to understand that cross has called them out. And when you take the course of, I mean, your own course is to follow instructions, to follow the path of Christ, how he has overcome, but he has made it for us, but now he's telling you, just behave as a yet. Don't just go like anybody, because this walk is not an easy walk. People will speak on you, people will criticize you, people will fight against you, but remember, I'll pay the price for you. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. At Radio Pulpit, we love the interaction we have with our listeners on all the social media platforms. It is also our way of giving everyone a voice that can be heard all over the world. Unfortunately, we have been experiencing huge difficulties with WhatsApp for a while now, and we are now forced to find a viable alternative. That alternative is called Telegram. Telegram is an app that works exactly the same as WhatsApp, and it uses the same telephone number as well. All you need to do to be able to chat with your favorite presenter is to download the Telegram app onto your phone and send your message or voice note the same way you always did. We will then be able to receive and answer your message faster and the privacy on this app is much better too. So, whether you have an iPhone or an Android, the app pick is a white paper plane in a blue circle. Please download the Telegram app right away and make life easier for everyone. It's more than radio. It's a way of life. It is 657 AM.